0: November 13, 2023. It's a what for Pedro show. Not for people I show happy monday started off with the uh, john coltrane doing naima live in 65 some of the last gigs of the classic quartet then another demon with skull vessel and uh because of those uh software engineers that starting with their skype invention i got with me mr Nether demon himself max <laughs> Capshaw. welcome aboard
1: Thank you. Great to be here.
0: Absolutely. we yeah. got to give uh, Sick Walt credit for the
1: connect. Yep. Yep. And Chris Pozzolo credit. Absolutely, brother Chris. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What so, a great guy. Let's get right to it. Earliest
0: yeah. musical yeah. Connect, recollection,
1: connect. please. We'll okay, bring okay. it. Let me ask. Um, so I know that you start off with uh, Trains' uh, great quartet every time. No, uh, no. Sometimes oh. it's him just talking
0: alone. Sometimes it's him with other cats.
1: Yeah, but oh, okay, cool. Well, you, that answers my question because I was wondering if it's always live. No. Gotcha.
0: It's all kinds of stuff. Just anything John Coltrane because he was after. A, well, he was into musicians being after some kind of truth. And I like
1: that. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And, uh, but back to my question: yes, earliest sir. musical
1: recollection, please earliest musical recollection. Okay, so my father um, worked for Bill Graham at the Fillmore East. Um, And so I was brought up with a lot of those uh, bands in the late 60s. And so my earliest musical recollection was hearing the band um, and being able to put the needle on the record. Uh, my dad at parties would have me go put the needle on the record um, for music uh, at Big Pink. Okay, yeah, we're talking Rick Danko
0: on bass.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Really good, and trippy voice. Richard oh, Manuel, too, they all had trippy voice. <laughs> yeah, man, and and they, uh, they should be household names, you know. It's too bad that they're not at this point, but they should be household names.
0: Well, they are with me. Uh, incredible, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a good band, excellent band. <laughs> I mean, it's trippy time. You had to dress like you were in the Civil War or something, but it seemed like, no, they were resistant to the genre thing. You know, they could play whatever they wanted to. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Now, there was,
1: obviously, there was the stereo to play at home, but was there any uh, musical instruments? No, there were not. Um, My father loved music, but he he was told at an early age that... um, he, w- he didn't have any music in him, so he just kind of went away from that. And then my mother, um, you know, she just was never really interested. Okay, then let me ask you, uh, uh, at school, like the yep. marching band or the choir, were you in shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they wanted, you know, they wanted me to play. Um, and so early on, um, I remember in middle school right you have to choose an instrument okay come play in uh either the jazz band or come play in the orchestra right so um my mom chose for me the cello so i had to carry around this big ass thing all over the place and uh so i played the cello for a few years and then um i found i went into the uh the music room there and the the marching band was playing and i said whoa What's that? And uh, it was the drum section. And uh, so then I got really into the snare drum stuff. Now, uh, did you bring any of this? This was just at school. You didn't have a drum set at home. I did not. We lived in an apartment in, um, in the top of New York City. So, you know, that wasn't going to fly too well with the uh, old lady upstairs.
0: Yeah, it makes, it makes good sense. And so, uh, um, well, first
1: record you bought with your own money. Oh man! First, okay, okay, I know it, I know it. First record I bought with my own money was um, Quadrophenia. And first gig you saw? First gig I saw um, was with my father, um, and we went to uh, see The Dead um, because he hit, his buddy was working the show. Phil East. This was later, yeah. This was I forget which um, same same crew, right? That were uh, doing the productions and everything. Yeah. Um, but I forget the venue. Okay, that's all right. That's all
0: right. Uh, <laughs> the first gig you did was it for the school?
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know, I was also in uh, the chorus, um, and so we did. Uh, we were the harmonaires, and. Um, so we did a, a record at uh, you know I think I was probably eight nine years old maybe ten and um, so so that was one of the, that was probably the first gig I ever did was singing. Whoa. Okay. Okay. And do
0: you remember where?
1: Yeah, you know, the, in in our school, you know, in front of all the uh, the moms. So, and
0: so dads. like a recital thing. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 Because m-
0: some cats tell me about in school they had like competitions they'd go to different schools sure. and shit like that. Okay. Sure. Okay, so what about not after school, like graduating, but after school in the afternoon? The the bedroom
1: band, the garage band, the basement band, did you get into that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, man. So once we moved, you know, we moved around a lot. Um, and then once we finally got settled um, in the suburb of, uh, of New York City, um, we finally had a place. So we had the basement and that was the spot, and all, you know, all the brothers would come over, and, you know, we started to play music, and we started to make bands. Okay, and h- who, how'd you
0: decide who's going to play what? <laughs> um, I'm curious well, about this, you know, when you're kids, right?
1: Yeah, 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 right, right. So, you know, I think uh, one of my buddies, you know, he wanted to be the front man, right? He wanted to be... Uh, you know out there and and I, but i just i've always had a passion for the drums you know i just i love the way they sound i love the way they feel um that's really that that's my heart so uh it was me always on the drums and um then you know it was like well what can you do you know i, I don't know i think i can play this thing called the bass all right so you play that and then you know my buddy played guitar and one of our other buddies i don't know can you can, if I hand you a microphone, can you do something? Yeah, sure. So that's how we started. Okay. You must have got a trap kit then. Oh, yeah. How? Oh yeah. So I got that for Christmas one year, man. That was all I wanted. And um, I remember my parents saying, well, we don't know if it could happen because we didn't really have any money at the time. Um, but uh, they made it happen, man. I came down Christmas morning, man, and there it was and uh and obviously a lot of times when
0: you have the practice band or something it is at the drummies pad right because you don't have to tear up easy yep. tear down set up yeah yep, so yep. your parents
1: get double bonus for putting up with that right that's right man that's right still to this day man if i uh i have set up over there um so sometimes i'll go over there and see them and uh I might knock around a little bit in the basement. So still to this day, man, but my mom and dad, boy, they get all the credit. In that first band, what were you guys doing? Were you writing stuff or were you trying to copy songs off records or what? No, we were writing stuff. Um, We never did the cover thing, and I I could never do um, covers except for... um, As a drummer playing later on in life, uh, when I got into jazz, playing standards, I mean, that's different than doing covers, I feel like, right? Because of all the interpretation.
0: Yeah, right. You
1: take the basic outline and then you make it your own. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, we were writing stuff uh, pretty much right off the bat. We were, you know, young rockers. Um, and we were writing all really cool what I or what I think was really cool rock songs. But you, what was the first? Did you have our two gigs or was it just a practice band? So I can't remember, man. Oh no, wait! I do remember now. We did. We played one gig right at the at the local uh, hotspot there for uh, young people to hang out, um, and then right after that uh, is when I got my first call for a. Professional gig. Whoa! So then, so then that dropped everything out. You know, from there with my buddies, um, you know, we were always, you know, still great friends. But then I, you know, I went the uh, the other direction. And what was that first gig like? Oh man! So um, that was a blast, man. You know, you, you, you're a young kid, right? And you and your buddies are all together, and maybe there's uh, some young ladies out there that you might have your eyes on in the high school um, and people show up, right? And you're all hyped up and you do your thing and it's like the proudest moment you ever had, man. So it was a success this gig. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, by by our um, early teenage standards, sure it was.
0: Okay, that's great to hear.
1: Well, I wanna play some Sick Walt.
2: Church, 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 church,
3: church, on beat church, 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 be a Oh, am be will be it My ways Highways on the yep. end, nine bodies of my planet over the run sun, nine bodies my planet over the nine bodies my planet over the sun, nine bodies on my planet. over the on my the sun, nine bodies my over the run the sun, on the long, 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 hard on the long, no, no, long, no, no, long, no, long, on the long. Now, I'm about to be in love. I'm not, I'm not, i is not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not, i not, be in long, not, i of my planets, just, just the my planet just just run around Bodies my plan just run, a run, a run, 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 I'm to my friend, plenty... incorporating... around my I'm to my i can i to my i no i no i get
2: angel thank you so much
4: for visiting me i want to give you
2: something it's an heirloom Your inheritance, please receive my everlasting, unconditional love,
4: expressed through my decomposition. We exist on an infinite continuum,
5: moving from dependent to independent to interdependent And back again, my body is a shifting composition,
2: a soft clay vessel holding source. My decomposition is a redistribution of that wealth, a poor for source longs to be held and to be free in cycles of tension. And relief. How we delight in life, in love's tension, and how we grieve in death, in love's relief. Like vibrating and
4: quieting strings, we are organic and spiritual materials. And while our bodies may be separate. Our spirits are weaved. Decomposing, I feel
5: deeply the movement of strings.
2: May my movement
4: be a prayer.
2: Darling, I love you more. I love you more. I love you
5: more. I love you more. I love you more.
2: I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. more.
0: Rochelle, that chunk music start off with Sick Walt doing Everybody's Lucifer. Yeah. M.B. Jones after that along with Florence uh, Lugamois doing Chemical Straight. This is draft number one. Position Normal after that. Their new album. This is part 3 of 10. Whistle Conversion. Then Snore with Erosion. Aruba Aboa with Visita as Rionis. Uh, Drone with Portna Bu, Bukai. Excuse me. Pardon. Just Joy with Decomposition. And finally, Another Demon with Deaf Gods. Okay, let's
1: take it from the fucking call, the pro call. What happened? Oh, man. All out. So... I went to CB's, um, and I went to uh, CBGB's, right? And um, I was down there and just uh, hanging out. I was this young guy, about, you know, 17 years old, and uh, just talking with the big dogs there. And uh, I gave my, or then I was asked for my uh, phone number by um, Pete Kohler from the band Sick of It All. And I couldn't believe it. I was just, you know, this, this kid, and... We were talking about music, and I mentioned that I was a drummer. And he said, uh, hey, you know, I think our drummer's leaving. And I gave him my info, and I didn't hear anything for six months. Of course, I didn't ever expect to hear anything ever. And then six months later, the phone rang, and they said, uh, you want to come down and do an audition? Okay, and how'd that go? Well, I was, you know, I was scared to death, but I showed up and I did it and I played my best and uh, I got the gig, man. Okay. How long do you have to wait till they let you know? (laughs) So they, you know, they were kind of like uh, big brothers hazing me. Um, And so they told me right away, they said, okay, so you're going to come back next week and you're going to learn X, Y songs, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And I said, great. And they, you know, they didn't say anything. Then I came back and we did this for like a couple of weeks. And then they said, okay, so you're going to be playing with us for a while. And I never knew how long it was going to last. But, you know, we did uh, a couple of years. Do you remember your first gig with them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was funny. You know, I wasn't really, I wasn't nervous. Um, It was at the Anthrax. I, I, maybe you played there in Connecticut? Sure. Yeah, yeah, so it was at the Anthrax, and of course it was packed, and I'm this young guy. Um, and, you know, I mean, I had been in the Anthrax a ton of times, and but here I am now playing it. Um, and even though I wasn't necessarily nervous, and I don't really know why, um, man, so many sticks flew out of my hand. I lost so many sticks, my hand was cramping up. And, man, I, like, practically killed the front row with these things. Whoa. I um, <laughs> just kept losing them. Yeah, yeah. Sweaty hands. Yeah, sweaty hands, man, you know, and, and holding the sticks too tight and being a, a, a novice at this whole thing. Um, but, man, it was just, it was the greatest feeling. What did the older guy say? <laughs> they, just, they broke my chops, and they were kind of like, all right, kid, you know, not bad on to the next did you guys tour yes we did we toured um for their first album uh in 1989 their drummer uh went on to do his own thing he he wound up coming back and been with them for i don't know you know forever but um i did their first u.s tour and and uh first thing we did was fly out with the bad brains um out to the west coast in uh 89. And we, you know, this was all, you know, uncharted territory for all of us. We'd never been out west before in our personal lives either. And, uh, you know, being with the Bad Brains meant that we were playing, um, you know, really cool places and people were coming to see it, you know. Um, so I remember, uh, you know, the Janes guys coming and the Fishbone guys coming. And they were my idols, man. They were they were my idols. So uh, it was pretty wild to have to step up to the plate and take that swing. And what about record? So I never recorded with them. Um, I was in and out uh, you know a few different times, uh, and I, I never got to record with them, just for gigs. Yeah, it, I, it didn't I didn't think it was gonna be that way. Um, I don't think that uh, it was intended to be that way, but, you know, timing works. The universe does what it does. And what was your process learning their stuff? Charts? Oh. Memory? What, what'd what you do? Yeah, memory. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know uh, about, you know, writing down music um, until much, much, much later in life. And I wouldn't have done that anyway. You know, there's certain music I think that is is more conducive to writing out charts. Um, well, I'm talking like, more
0: about you know John Coltrane says said that uh, you play stuff better if you got it memorized. But I, I'm 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 th- I'm uh, wondering about the learning part. Here you're a young guy,
5: and yeah. you weren't
1: that familiar with their music yet, right?
5: Right, right.
1: Um, and 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 I you know I'd never been in that position before, so I had to develop my own way of learning all this music, right? Um, so what I did was I, I remember I had I had a cassette and I would drive you know whenever I would drive I would just constantly listen to it whether it was background or or whether I was conscious of it because you know the subconscious processes all of this stuff and ultimately it winds up just coming out.
0: Okay, so you look, just pounded it into your own fiber, your body. Yeah, yeah man. man. Okay. Okay,
1: because you didn't really have a concept of verse and chorus and bridge and intro, outro. No, not really, man. I mean, I knew when they when everybody was shouting, that was probably <laughs> uh, the chorus, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, when there was a gang and, a chant and, and there, and d- or whatever, did they ask
0: you to do certain things? Hey, we want snare here. We want ride cymbal here. We
1: want hi hat here. You know what they would say is, what? you don't hit the drums heavy enough as the as our previous guy did. So hit them harder. Um, but, and they said, stick to the recording. So ah, they, so they had you learn off the record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The record hadn't come out yet, and they, they gave me a copy of it, and they said, learn this. Okay, okay. So th- then,
0: because I thought maybe it was just the guitar, the bass, and the singer, and, and you just have to fill in, but you actually had a, a template there. And exactly. this is the cat who re- would rejoin them later, later? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, trippy thing, and, uh, hey, man But uh you know, sink or swim, right? What What better way to yeah. get into it? Yeah, so, it was. Yeah, when you leave those guys, you after that West
1: Coast tour with the Bad Brains was it soon after that? It was. Then what you do? So then after that, the the interesting thing was, you know that that was a real spark, right? Yeah. And so that coincided really with that, what I call sort of the second wave of the New York hardcore scene um, with uh, a lot of the bands that we know that are out there still today. And so I wound up becoming, in essence, a very young hired gun for a lot of those bands. So I got called by Murphy's Law and we went around, uh, did some touring. Um, I got called by a lot of other bands in New York, just because I could play the stuff, you know. Um, Adrenaline that, OD? Oh, AO, you know, AOD, um, that's funny. I, I wound up jamming with them maybe in the 2000s, but that was way, way, way later.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they're there early on, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I was just and, wondering. Uh, uh, they were
1: Jersey guys.
0: So right, right, right. Well... Really, was there Manhattan bands? I guess Beastie Boys. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean the Lower East Side. You got to remember, like the whole thing was happening at CBGB's, right? Sure, of so, course. But so I wonder how gonna, many people. A lot of people didn't live on the Bowery that were in those bands. That's uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. No, of course. But like most of them, you know, were from Queens or or yeah. or, or, or Brooklyn or sure. just outside in Jersey. You know, right, right. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, Max. Uh, November 13,
0: 2023, this Watt Pete Show. Hang time for hour two! November 13, 2023, second hour, Watt for Show. Show. Start off the second hour with uh, Sick Walt doing Butcher's Dog. Then we had Rusk doing Pig Haver. Uh, Sir Dad after that. Scurry Dad, sorry. No alternative. Wheels of Giants thrown to the wolves. The remix. Volkskampfanger. Get off my back. And finally, Sick Walt. Love of my alignment. Okay. Sick Walt, he's been on the show. He's beautiful, man.
1: Beautiful, yeah, brother. he is.
0: Let me. I want to see how, how does
1: this connect with you and him happen? Oh yeah, man. You know, we went to, we went to college together and we found each other very quickly in college and became roommates, man. And so we lived together for years and, um, but we, we didn't know, and I was playing music and he was coming to see me and stuff and all these different bands I was doing and gigs that I get hired for. And, um, but we, we, he didn't, we didn't know he could sing until "Sick Walt" happened twenty uh, something years later. So, so you
0: knew I, the man not musically for twenty years before you knew him musically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, shit yeah. like that happens. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, like you were saying before, uh, earlier during the last hour, things happen because they happen.
1: That's it, man. Yeah. Universe tells you what it's going to do when when it's ready.
0: Now. He, from what I uh, remember him telling me, he was working a pad that he ends up playing at, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, and are you part of that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. I started that. I had so I had these songs, a uh, bunch of these songs written, and uh, I wanted to record them. And I so I played, I played uh, all the instruments on all that stuff, and I was like, man who do I'm, who am I going to get to, to do this thing? And I was like, man, Walt's like the greatest guy, you know, the greatest frontman in the rough ever. And, um, you just had so a I feeling about this. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. I called him and, and he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, man, like what, you know, why not, man? Why not you? Like you're, you're the funnest guy ever to hang out with and you love music more than anything else. Just step up, man, I'll help you out. And uh we went in and recorded the stuff and he just he nailed it, man, right off the bat. He nailed it. He got he has a uh he has a um ability to just look at things and be able to make them happen.
0: Now you, you said you played everything. When did you learn this other shit like bass
1: and guitar and stuff? Yeah, you know, along the way and and what happened was so so no, the main a,
0: I got to tell you, Max. I'm a big believer if you can play drums, you can play anything cuz it's all rhythm music.
1: Yeah? Yeah, man. Rhythm music is is all rhythm. up, "Hey, what was the second the second uh instrument that human beings came up with was percussion."
0: Probably was. Beating on their chest or the feet on the ground from dancing. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe the voice first, but yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that's what I assume. The boy the voice first and then and then the rhythm.
0: Okay. Okay. So, you went on to learn these st- and and it was the same as well, you had a little school help with the drums, right? The snare drum.
1: Yeah, exactly. But these, but then,
0: what about these other instruments? Was that no, man alone? That was,
1: all, that was all uh, you know, uh um you know, necessity being the mother of invention. Yeah. Um hats off to Frank, but uh yeah, man. So, so I was writing a lot. Um, I had been validated in my writing when I was. I had formed this band called H2O a, a few years before that, and my so, a couple of my songs became part of the set. And I said, "Wow, man, I, I I really want to keep writing," and I did. And then when it came time to record, it was just easier for me. Really, to learn some technique on these different instruments and just yeah. go in and, and make my vision happen. What so were you? Co- my,
0: what were you composing on? Did you compose those first H two O songs on drums? On um, guitar, guitar. So okay, I, yeah. So you, you knew a little bit, okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, um, and and you know, then my fascination—I've always had a fascination with the bass. Quick, funny story, if I can get it in, was. Yeah. I remember being a kid, right, and and playing, um, playing. I forget Rush, playing Rush for my dad, right, and going, hey, 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 what's that? What's that sound right there? I, I like that. And he's like, well, that's a guitar. And I said, okay, well, I want to play guitar also with playing the drums. Well, what he was talking about was Geddy Lee playing the bass. So, oh, he
0: didn't know the difference between a bass sound and a guitar sound.
1: Yeah, not in that in that you know um, in that type of music, right? Yeah, sure, sure. And uh, so I, I think I would have got started a lot earlier on the bass had that uh, not been misconstrued. Um, it happens. It happens.
0: You yeah, know, yeah. people uh, say, right, yeah. four-string guitar. I tell you, my experience now, less Younger, been doing it a little while, four-string drum set. Look, here's some music you gave me from a project called Poor Lily. Yeah. Show That chunk of e. Music Start off with Poor Lily Doing Here Come the Waves And brand new from Bob Pollard Circus Devil Proj He ain't done that in a while The joke is over Tobin Sprout Associate Too late for that uh, Steve McKay with the Blue Prostitutes Doing I Try Not to Think Elephants This is from Caesar's Palace October 16, 2007 That's a Brooklyn studio and then finally, poor Lily. Please take notice. Okay, educate me about poor Lily, Max.
1: All right, man. So, poor Lily happened at Thanksgiving. Um, I hadn't been playing in a while, and I had uh, I had just gotten married, and my um, my wife's younger cousin uh, was a, a big punk rock fan. In fact, uh, Minute Men is his favorite band, so we'll give Whoa. a salute there, and. Um, so I said to him, I said, hey, man, I got this music that I want to record. It was the same thing as Sick Walt. I said, and I know you can, I know you can do it, man. So uh, same thing. I played all the instruments on it, and I called him in, and uh, he wrote some really great lyrics, and he went in there and did it. And then uh, we said, hey, man, let's, let's put a band together. So uh, we got another buddy of mine uh, on the drums. And we were off and running. So, uh, my my buddy Adam, who is the bass player singer, my my wife's cousin, um, he'd been he'd been playing bass, and uh, so he was great for that. I played. I switched to guitar for that live, and uh, we shared vocals, and uh, we had our uh, our good buddy Dominic on the drums, and we did a lot of playing.
0: Now you see, in a way, it was like
1: the uh, sick Walt trip where. You-
0: uh, except he had been playing some bass.
1: Yeah, except Adam had been playing some bass. Because Sick yeah. Walt
0: never did any music before that, right? No, no, no he didn't. No, because no. I remember when he was on the show, he told me it was just balls out. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it was, man. It was. That's why, hey, that's why he's... That's Did why you do a- that jail gig with him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, Chris Pozzolo, myself, and him, yeah. yeah.
0: Chris was on the I bass would- for that, right?
1: Yeah, that was some wild shit, man. <laughs> no, so so what was the first Poor Lily gig? Uh, so first Poor Lily gig was great, man. We got um, we got into this great what well, at that point was a new club called um, uh, the Cake Shop down on the Lower East. Oh side. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 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 and uh, so we got in there with uh, some friends of ours who were doing some reunion stuff, and uh, so played there and then we played well, you uh you gotta tell ne- me how it went how'd it go because this is your is that your cousin's first gig right yeah man it was it was a blast you know we didn't well, i tell you what was amazing was there was no gremlins in the house so we didn't have any uh, technical difficulties okay so uh the show went off really well uh people really dug it and um you know, so that obviously pumps you up. And we had booked another show for the next day with the same uh, package deal there. And uh, I forget where we traveled to. I think that might have been out to uh, St. Vitus in um, Brooklyn. Okay. And and we played there two uh, two nights in uh, in a row. And by the end of that, Adam couldn't even speak. Because <laughs> um, that was the first time he'd really done the front man thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but it, it, was was a, it was a it was a a power trio. Yeah, it was it was it was a power trio,
0: man. Okay, so maybe a little bit of cream. Uh, I know you, know you mentioned Russian shit, but what about cream? Oh,
1: yeah, man. Sure, okay. of course, That's man.
0: True. Ginger and Jack and <laughs> Eric. Of course. Yeah. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, November 13, twenty twenty-three. This is what Peter so special guest, Max Capshaw. time, round three. November 13, 2023, third hour. Walk for p row Show. Pedro Show, start off third hour, Ashcan, doing Provider. Then we had Crane with Let There Be Peace, Marty Stern, Believe In Seeing," Aaron DeMastis, live at Canessa Gallery in San Francisco, June 16, 2021. Finally, another demon, withdrawn and court. So first, uh, yeah, Ashcan, hit me to that, yeah, Brother Max.
1: So yeah, man, uh, Ashcan was was a real great time cuz that was with all my good friends. And I believe you had one of my good friends in Ashcan on here once before. I don't know if you recall the uh the LA band uh Nokona. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, so cool, so very Chris, cool people. Yo, they're the best, man. Chris and I grew up, uh we went to high school together. He was an East Coast guy. That's right. And um and then he moved out with his lovely wife, Adrienne, out to L.A., and they, they've been doing uh, No Culver City. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So Chris and I were, uh, you know, we were becoming apprentice alcoholics in, uh, in Westchester here um, and, you know, playing music. And uh, we had so, a few other buddies, um, a great, great drummer um, at the time, because this was when I switched over to playing guitar and singing. And we had a great, great drummer at the time, Mark Levy, who's in uh, now he lives in Bozeman and Montana. Uh, but terrific guy, but very, very uh, played, played in, you know, just about every band in New York as well. And uh, so we uh, we did this stuff and we went down to part of my um, my dream was to all, uh, was always to go to inner ear in D.C. because D.C. was like that was that was the stuff I was from New York. But, man, I loved that D.C. music. Yeah,
0: and uh, for a while, the Bad Brains, right? A7, they were playing there and kind of living. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you know uh, Adam different...
0: Yelk, Adam Yak was telling me how Daryl Jennifer taught him a lot. And then he taught yeah. Harvitz. Yeah, yeah. Interesting yep. the uh, the way things are all connected. So yeah. you're saying that Ashcan was you and Chris from Norcono and this a yeah.
1: uh, drummer man, Mr. Levy. And uh, how long did this band last? So this land, this band lasted about, uh, I would say, two years. Okay, okay, and 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 and, did you get to play DC? Yeah, okay. yeah, we did okay. get to play DC. We wound up um, getting on a tour with uh, some of my good uh, friends out in the West Coast there, um, and they uh, came east. So a band called Lagwagon. Oh, and all. Oh yeah, and all. Yeah. And, oh, Billy, uh, the descending yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, we. Oh, you know what?
0: With... There's some kind of connect because of one of the Dag Nasty, gu- yeah, guys was singing That's for right. all for a little bit. That's right. Dave Smalley. Yeah. Oh yeah, my It's God. all I connected, had... as it is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, totally. I one, one, having... one more project got to hit me too. I should have asked this at the beginning, but we played another no. tune, another demon.
1: Oh yeah, man. So another demon is 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 very recent. Okay, so I had a I had I I don't know a revelation to or an itch. I don't know about a revelation, but an itch to go back and start playing some thrash stuff. And again, I went in, <laughs> I did everything myself. Um, and this time, I just I said I'm doing a, a thrash project, and I went in, did all the music, and and did the vocals. Um, and I had no intention of playing out, and actually. Actually, I should not I should have said... Let me correct that for a second. What I wanted to do was play with Chris from No Kona, but he was in L.A., sure. right? right? This was during COVID. And so we decided with the uh, beauty of modern technology to start shipping back and forth riffs and things like that. So I beg your pardon, Chris Isom uh, played some guitar on that, too. Okay, and so it's not so just thing. Man
0: Alone. But, you, yeah. but what yeah. is different is
1: this time... Yeah. You're also the front man. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so then I said, you know, I, I initially I said ah, I don't, I don't really want to play this stuff out just because it's going to be hard to put a band together, right? Because I right. didn't have Chris here. But uh, I wound up finding these cats uh, not too far away, and they were phenomenal, man. They blew me away. They were already uh, getting their act together, but they didn't have. They were looking for uh, a bass player, and they were looking for a singer which they would figure they thought would be two guys, two different guys. Um, so we got together, didn't know each other, but they were, you know, they've been veterans. Uh, and it jived, man. What it was jived. the connect? So, How did you find each other? So, you know what's funny about that, man? It was, that was straight up Craigslist. Whoa,
0: see, people? <laughs> you can do more and spread lies and hate with the internet. You can fucking get new bands going. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, you let's know. listen to some Ashkent. for Pedro Show Last Music for this edition. That Chunk started off with Ashcan doing Manches- Manchester Sutra. Then we had Anti-Strawberry with Live at the Apollo House, San Francisco, June 29, 29- 2015. Not 1950. Eugene Chadborg, Professor Huge, out of Greensboro, North Carolina with Nell. That's with the K people. Finally, Poor Lily with Concealed Carry. So, the plan now is this Another demon with the Craigslist band. Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And and you you guys, have you done a gig? You haven't done a gig. You just done
1: practices. No, no. Well, so at that point in our conversation, that was the case, but, um, so then we went in and, and did a uh, the recording that you uh, just played. Right. And we played uh, a handful of shows to fantastic reception. Oh, okay. Where uh-huh. was the first gig uh, for Another Demon? So the first gig for Another Demon was at this really cool place in Brooklyn called Lucky 13. Okay. And that went really well. And then we played the great uh, St. Vitus very shortly after that. Yeah. Um, and uh, then you probably familiar with uh the venue the chance up in Poughkeepsie whoa
0: yeah I've heard of it I haven't got to play there though
1: oh man it's this because, wild old because I theater.
0: was friends with uh, the agit pop guys that's an old Po Town band
1: yeah 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 exactly exactly so this was this was really cool because uh the the chance unfortunately is closing after you know a hundred years of, of being open and it's this really really cool old style theater yep so uh That was that was great, man. So so within a month, man, we did we went out, did three gigs and uh, we got a lot of great response. And now we're going out. And our next gig is actually with uh, Max Cavalera. Oh, wow. Opening up for uh, his band.
0: Wow. Wow. Look, uh, is there a place on the Internet people can uh, learn about all your projects? Like, is there a a Max Capshaw kind of? <laughs> yeah, Information
1: yeah. center or something because I want yeah, people. Yeah. You know. So, so yeah. the best way to do it, the best way to do it is to go to the Instagram. Yeah. Which is uh, all one word: Max Capshaw Drums. Um, and look me up there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put up actually a link to all the stuff. But it's got all the bands up there, and even some things we didn't get to talk about. A uh, little thing I did that uh, I got my daughter and my wife to sing in. Um, that's that? really, really well done So, you What's know. that, Max? Oh, okay So that was um, a recording I did That was really more kind of clean And pop stuff And I called it the Shoebox Kid um, Because when I was younger As a kid, as a baby My parents put me in a shoebox Because um, we didn't have enough money For uh, a car seat for the back of the, v- uh, the VW Whoa So uh, yeah, man. and it's better uh, than the shine box. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your fucking
4: shine box. <laughs> right? Oh, you, you used to shine them up really good like mirrors. That's right. That's right. Bobby, I don't, I don't know. know yeah. I don't shine shoes no more, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: get your fucking shine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, so this, uh, man, you didn't give it to me. Next time you're on the show. Please flow that so we can play it.
1: Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll get that going. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. And and, and further plans for the family band? You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Right now, um, you know, my daughter's fourteen. With all the wonderful trappings of being fourteen, uh, She's I'm doing music. Lucky. You know, she's not yet. She's okay. not, and I'm not. We're not pushing her towards it. You know, if she gets sure, sure. it herself. That's the way she goes. Yeah, you know? that should be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, you know we'll see what happens. So right now the uh, you know another demon is really uh, starting to rev up. It's got a V eight engine on it right now. So you know I got to get into that car.
2: Absolute,
0: absolute, understood. But I'm I'm ready. For next time
1: you got oh, stuff, man. let me
0: know. Thank we'll come back on. Really? Yeah. Sure. Thank you so much for being on, Max.
1: Oh man, what this has been a dream and and. I got to say the same thing. I know that a lot of people say, man, you were such a huge influence on me. And to be on here, if someone had ever said that this was going to happen when I was younger, I would have freaked out.
0: <laughs> we keep on keeping on. People, it's yeah,
1: been right. the November 13, 2023 edition. I'm Peter. Should keep you powdered.